0: What's up gamers? Welcome to episode 38 of the Racial Diversity Gaming Hour, 38 weeks strong. Uh, I don't think we've missed one, have we? We've we've gone 38 weeks straight so far. Um, That's pretty awesome. So, um, welcome to the Racial Diversity Gaming Hour. The, The song you just heard is Warrior by Imagine Dragons. Excuse me, it's not Warrior, it's Warriors by Imagine Dragons. It has been the theme music for League of Legends, which we will talk about in just a minute. Um, That is a great song. It's available as a single right now on iTunes. Buy it immediately. Um, It's not going to be on the intro to League of Legends for forever, so you want to get that as soon as you can. Awesome song. I am the commissioner, Glenn Gordon, your host for this and most episodes of the Racial Diversity Gaming Hour. And with me, of course, is the most racially diverse gaming crew on the internet today, beginning with... Hmm. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Okay, let's go with Gary. Gary Bagdasarov. How are you, Gary? I'm all right. You're all right? Yeah, I'm all right. I heard you just avoided a crisis with your music.
1: Uh, To, to a point, yeah. Uh, somehow all the music I had on my computer just randomly vanished. And I found some of it on my iTunes somehow, some of it is in my recycle bin, and the other half I still can't find.
0: Apple's just getting back at you for buying Windows computer. That's all yeah, all. well,
1: you know what? I'm going to get back at them.
0: <laughs> what are you going to do?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'll buy <laughs> a bunch of iPhones and sell them for double the price.
0: Wow, I'm sure Apple's thought of that already. Um, ben, <laughs> Ben Schillebeer-Hall is
2: also with us today. How are you, Ben? Yeah, it's called selling the iPhone in the UK. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's just all they do, just jack up the price, nothing different. Yeah. Um, how, how's gaming been treating you guys?
2: Uh, not too bad, thank you. And you?
0: Not too bad. I've been playing a lot of Destiny. Um, I'm still playing Destiny. I've also been playing some Drive Club, which I love. It's been good. Um, so it's been, it's been okay, but mostly I've been swimming in school assignments. Um, this is my last semester before I finally get the degree that I've spent six years and thousands of dollars that I don't have pursuing um so i can't (laughs) wait for that to be over um guys it's been a great week we are just one weekend removed from the finale of the league of legends worlds tournament now before you hit that forward button i'm not going to spoil it for you because there are still uh you, you can still find the thing online and watch it and if you haven't seen it you absolutely should if you're in north america or europe you probably haven't seen it because um for for me here in in um the east coast of the United States. It ran from about 1.30, uh, that's about when the pre-show was supposed to start. It actually started like half an hour later, um, to about 6, 7-something in the morning. So I have been up all night watching the Worlds Tournament, and let me tell you something, it was a fantastic tournament. Um, Samsung White versus the Starhorn Royal Club. And I'm sorry, it's it, it was just... It was just a really, really good tournament. It was a really good finale. Um, Imagine Dragons was there. Imagine Dragons is, of course, a music group, uh, a really good music group, uh, responsible for some really popular songs here in the States, uh, such as Radioactive and I'm on Top of the World, and also the theme song for League of Legends, the, the whole world series, Warriors, which you heard a little bit of at the top of the show. Go buy that song immediately. It's a fantastic song. Um... So, the, the World's Tournament is over, and the, the whole thing was just amazing. Go watch it as soon as you can. Do, um, Gary, you played League of Legends once, right? Uh, yeah, I played it for a couple hours, yeah. You played it for a couple hours, and your experience was negative. It was
1: very negative. People are mean. I was bullied.
0: Listen, bullied, Le- man. here's the thing about League of Legends. League of Legends is a ridiculously fun game, Okay. It requires strategy, uh, sometimes some luck, so it requires teamwork. But the thing is, you're dealing with people on the Internet who have to be at least 13 to play League of Legends, okay? And they get to sit behind their anonymity on their computers and be douchebags with relatively low consequence. So that's what happens. And the thing about it is Riot Games has been trying over the last years to remedy the situation with, with the community. They, they have different incentives and whatnot. And so I can honestly say that Riot Games is aware of the problem with its community and has been trying to take steps to work on it, but it is a long, slow, arduous process. So um, if you haven't played League of Legends, you should, but just be aware that there are douchebags. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. um, can they just separate servers, like... Go play with nice people or helpful. See,
0: they did, and I, I've said this before, and I, I hate to say it because I, I feel bad saying it, but it used to be that North and South America were on the same server, and I don't know what it is about um, our, our Latino neighbors here in North America, um, but just on League of Legends, it, it it really was. I'm not exaggerating here. This isn't like a racist kind of thing. All the La- people would just dread having to play with the um, South American players. Because, for one, a lot of the time they decided to speak Spanish or Brazilian, and, you know, we would speak English, so communication was often not an option in those matches. Um, but that was the minor problem. The major problem was that they would just be total jerks. Like, they would they would mess up, and then they'd chew everybody else out for sucking. And, and it, it just was not pleasant to play with um, Brazilian players or, or, or Spanish players, and... I hate saying that, but, you know, that's how they presented themselves to the community. That's just how it was. And eventually League of Legends got them their own server, and even ever since, I mean, let's be honest, there are still some really huge, immature, stupid people who play League of Legends, but um, since then, the community got a lot more positive, and I hate to say, again, I hate to say that, but that is just how it was. Um... <laughs> I'm not really making a good case for League of Legends, that much. No you're,
1: no, you're not. But, but it's everybody... If you say League of Legends, most of the... Pretty much almost like 95% of the time, people are like, Oh, people are rude in that game. They're mean. I don't absolutely.
0: A lot of people have they're, had their they, experiences
1: ruined. They already know.
0: Uh-huh.
1: A lot that, of, you just get decimated in like the first two minutes of the game, and you never
0: want to play again. Well, wait, What what kind of match did you try? I don't even remember anymore. It did you go so- straight into PvP or did you start with PVE? No, I I, went, I thought it
1: was just PvP. Oh, that's why.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: I just got decimated, man. Yeah,
0: of course you I- got decimated, and of course <laughs> I'm not surprised
1: people got mad at you. Like-, like, I was like, is there like a beginner server that I can choose or something? There isn't
0: a beginner server, but there are bot matches. Like, yeah. You you really want to you really want to really like, practice on bot matches and learn the champions and buy new champions. Um and that's how that's how you start. And and ARAM all random all mid matches, those are those are those are the knowing, matches to begin with. Knowing me,
1: I will only play the freaking bot matches forever.
0: <laughs> well, once you practice then PvP is more of a thing. But anyway, um, League of Legends I, One thing just watching this is just the spectacle. And if I'm not mistaken, Riot Games, the developer of League of Legends, is the one who funded it. And it's just amazing. This game's been out for, what, this is season four, so maybe about four years, three and a half years now, League of Legends has been out. And they just took out a big stadium, like Olympic-sized stadium, and they filled it with people watching a bunch of Asian people play a video game, and I'm just blown away by just how big Riot has gotten that it can A, afford to do this, and b that it budgets so wisely it doesn't just pay its CEO like five billion dollars. It like puts that money that it earns back into the game. Um, I don't even think it's a Riot, man.
1: Just any online competition in Korea is just out of control. There were like StarCraft is the same way, man. It's just true. it's there, crazy over there.
0: There were sponsors. Um, sometimes the teams, the, the teams will get sponsors. For example, Samsung White was one of the uh, teams. Samsung White. Uh, Samsung sponsored them. Actually, uh, to my understanding, sometimes companies would get multiple teams and sponsor both of them. So I think there was a Samsung Blue versus Samsung White at one point. So that's amazing. <laughs> um, Coca-Cola sponsored this, of course, because Coca-Cola sponsors everything, and also um, Korean Air. And this was big enough that not only was it um, in a stadium in Korea and broadcast around the world, but there were also theaters around the world. Um, I think Coke was more responsible for the theaters, but um, kind of like the whole PlayStation E3 experience back in the summer, um, you could sit in the theater with a bunch of other League of Legends fans and watch the entire World's Tournament uh, for six and a half hours (laughs) Uh, The six and a half hours. Um, But goodness, the spectacle, the fireworks. uh, They had taiko drummers out there, and I know taiko is the Japanese word for it, and this was in Korea. I'm not sure what the Korean word is. I apologize. Um, And Imagine Dragons are actually... The the, the members of Imagine Dragons are actually avid League of Legends fans, so that was kind of cool as well. Um, But if you haven't seen the Worlds Tournament and you've got a good six hours... kill just look it up online It was six hours man it was actually really yeah we went to it was i'm not going to spoil it but it it was really good it was a good match um ben you feel do you feel ostracized
2: no no i'm i'm fine you haven't haven't played league of legends uh no no league of legends you should give it
0: a try you should give it i think every gamer should give league of let me rephrase Every mature gamer who's not a total (laughs) douchebag on the internet should give League of Legends a try. Automatically, I think that cuts out like 70% of gamers, but that's okay. Um, (laughs) Give League of Legends a try. It's free.
2: I'll I'll give it a miss. I I, I suck at the MOBA MOBA games. Oh, okay. Well, practice makes perfect, you know? Yeah, nah.
1: I did get into the, uh, the, the, the DC MOBA beta game that's coming out.
2: Mm-hmm. It's already out. It's oh, like... is it out?
1: The full game is out?
2: Yeah. Well, I've, I've, it's, it's, Yeah, it's out.
1: I thought it was an open beta.
2: Well, it's pretty much out, from what I can tell.
1: Yeah, well, I, I was invited to the closed beta when they are still having it, but I never took the chance.
2: Yeah, I played it a few times in the closed beta, but that's when I learned that I suck at MOBAs. <laughs>
0: Okay, guys, um, let's go to our tweets. We have a lot of stuff on our Twitter this week. Um, We had some new followers. Welcome to Glenn Mendoza. Uh, He's my favorite because he shares a first name with me. Um, And also to Neil Bolt, who I think is working with PSU, in fact. Is he? Yes. Well, welcome to you, Neil. Welcome to PSU. We're all from PlayStation Universe, so um, that's awesome. Um... I put out some questions on our Twitter last week. The first was, would you give up free uh, games on PS Plus for a stronger PSN? Actually, I think, Gary, you were the one who posed this question last week, and I just stuck it on Twitter. And um, Eric Schwarzer, at EricHan76, says, quite simply, absolutely. That's all he said. Absolutely, with an exclamation mark. Um, He would give up. The free PlayStation Plus games for a stronger PlayStation network. Neil Bolt, on the other hand, at Nezco, N-E-Z-Z-K-O. He says, no ta. I'm guessing that's a European thing. Uh, Free games are the juicy part. Even if Sony could ensure better PSN, broadband is largely erratic for most peeps. So that's it. Um, If you have something to weigh in on that, then head to Twitter at the RDGH and give us a tweet. Um, Eric Schwarzer continued to tweet us after that. He asked us, have you heard of any potential release dates for the PS4, uh, virtual reality headset Morpheus? And does this interest you guys? Um, I replied that everything we're seeing so far says it's a game changer. Um, can't wait to see more. Gary, Ben, how do you feel about Morpheus?
2: I can't wait. I really can't. It looks amazing. <laughs> uh, I like the look of the Oculus, so... That, uh i worry about the graphics, though, because I'm not sure if the PS4 could support the graphics in proper 3D 1080, but I'll be interested to see what happens.
0: Now, it's interesting you say that, because I have heard people say that um, the uh, Oculus Rift had slightly better quality. Um, so, do you think it was a mistake then for Sony to make its own headset rather than just support um, Oculus Rift?
2: Well, no, because Oculus Rift, well, especially now that it's owned by Facebook, would probably cost a lot of money to you know, get the licensing for. They probably don't want it on their console. So it'd be interesting to... I, I see it as a good idea from Sony, you know, because um, there was also documents a long time ago showing that Microsoft had the same idea as well. Oh, really? Um, yeah, they had the same sort of virtual reality idea. It was part of like a plan they had. So it's not just Sony that has had this idea. We might even probably see it in the future from Microsoft, hmm. as they. So well, it... I'm sure that
0: Microsoft is just waiting to see how this all pans out. I think.
2: Yeah. Because well, they like... have not made a
0: move at all on
2: this. No, not at all. I, I... Well, they made the. They've got that um their Illumi Room, haven't they? That they're working on.
0: The thing about Illumi Room and Room Alive, which we talked about, um, I think last episode or a couple episodes ago. Um, they are not consumer, they're oh. not able to be released. for Room Alive, for example, takes six projectors and six Kinect sensors and and has to have some computer in there somewhere. That's ridiculously expensive. The the projectors have to be mounted to your ceiling. That's not going to be consumer level for a good uh, while.
2: I, I have all those, honestly. Wink, wink. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I have my holodeck, really. but yeah. Don't tell anyone. Right.
0: Um, Gary, how do you feel about Morpheus and all of this? I'm
1: excited for more. I'm excited for virtual reality in general. I got to try out the Oculus Rift for about, like, two minutes uh, at the Salt Lake Comic Con. Um, yeah, It was great, but I also see a lot of issues that people will have with it. I mean, it's issues that we can pretty much expect. I think people will be throwing up a lot, uh... It's going to cause uh, probably seizures, very easy seizures. Uh, playing a scary game like Alien Isolation or Outlast will probably cause heart attacks to some people in VR. <laughs> um, my problem with it, though, is... And it's kind of a problem with Sony. Uh, they're either too late to something, or they're too early for it. Um, uh, to explain, I think they were too late with the PlayStation Move... Um, So that failed for them miserably, Um, even though it's a great piece of technology. um, But I think they're too early to see if Project Morpheus will be successful for them. I mean, they're saying it's a game changer. I don't really see it because Oculus Rift isn't even out yet. So we don't even know how people are going to react to the VR stuff. We just still don't even know how much any of it is going to cost. If it's going to cost the same price as my freaking PS4, then no, thank you. But, you know, but, like, they did the same thing with the 3D stuff. They start pushing, oh, 3D, 3D is the next big thing, and that flopped for them as well.
0: Now, hold on a sec, because Sony was not the, I don't even think it was the biggest proponent of 3D, because, quite frankly, 3D was a regular technology. Sony didn't invent it. Um, Sony just used it. Samsung had it. LG had it. Vizio had it. Um, My my Vizio TV sitting here has uh, passive 3D on it, so that's that's not a Sony thing. That's just something that Sony was on board with like a bunch of other companies.
1: Yeah, but they started really pushing it in their games as well, Mm -hmm. and now they've kind of stopped doing that because it didn't take off like they thought it was going to take off.
0: Well, I'd also argue that the other companies involved don't have games to push 3D onto.
1: No, I totally agree with you on that.
0: So uh, p- just it's just that Sony was in the unique position of having media that could support 3D so they put that on there. I don't th- I don't think that they were too I don't think that they were really the driving force behind 3D. It's just that you know, they were on board with it like everyone else and it just didn't take off. Like movie theaters had it. Uh movie theaters still have it. Like 3D is still a thing. It's not gone. It's just that it's not no one seems to be expecting it to Move mountains like they originally were. Yeah, um, but
1: like I said, the VR thing—I think Sony, I think, jumped the gun too quickly on it. I think they should have waited until to see how the market was for it before they decided to. Right. To really get into it, because this this could cost them millions and millions of dollars if it doesn't succeed.
0: It could, um, but so far everyone has been um, having their minds blown by Sony's. Uh, VR technology here, uh, which frankly means that they would probably be just as blown away, if not more, by the Oculus Rift. But the technology's new, it's exciting, and it's potentially expensive. We also asked on our Twitter what a fair asking price for Project Morpheus or Oculus Rift would be. Um, Eric Hans replied his ideal price would be between $149 and $199, but he expects it to be probably closer to $299 um gary you mentioned that you wouldn't want the technology to be like the price of your ps4 which i can agree with what is a fair asking price for you
1: uh as it comes out i believe uh maximum i would pay probably 200 dollars for it
0: Mm. and ben how about you for the uk
2: well i would love to say 200 pounds but i'd say about 250 Mm. if it comes with move and the camera
1: if it
0: comes with move in the camera, I think that would be a good buy. Yeah, ideal
1: price would be $150, mm-hmm. in my
0: opinion. Because here's the thing. The price is what's going to make or break PlayStation Morpheus um, and Oculus Rift, for that matter, because you don't want to spend hundreds of dollars on a device that may or not, may not play any of the games that you have. You know? Um, so it's gonna, well, it's it going to need to be competitively priced.
2: It can still play non not Morpheus games, because it, it can work as a normal screen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so can your
0: TV, though.
2: Depends, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's another
1: thing people need to kind of think about, is like, what companies are going to take the time to support. You know, that's extra money for them to make sure that it specifically works in a certain way with the Morpheus as well, yeah. or even the Oculus Rift.
2: Well... The Rift, that doesn't really matter too much because you've got the modding, you have PC modding community. Oh, it's, absolutely.
0: The modding um, community is going to just take the Rift apart. <laughs> Not
2: um, even
0: you...
2: When, it, when you say about that, who would use it when they got a telly? But let's just say you want to play a horror game. I would probably use the Morpheus over a TV because it would be more immersive because you've got your eyes covered and you've got the headphones on for stereo sound. It'd be a lot more immersive than looking at the telly, even if it isn't in 3D. <laughs> well,
0: perhaps. But that seems like a very niche situation, doesn't it?
2: Again, it depends on... Yeah, that is, but there's a few things I wouldn't mind doing it. Like a, like an RPG, I'd probably do it as well, if you know, a first-person game.
0: All right. Um, I want to move on here. This is a good conversation, but I need to move on here because we have a bunch more tweets. Um, our Twitter was busy this week. I, I love it. Uh, Glenn Mendoza at Mashimato says, um, in response to our, our episode last week, we were talking quite a bit about resolution. Um, he first asked when we record, which is usually on Sundays, which it is right now, um, sometimes on Mondays, ju- just generally on the weekends. He also asked, um, he also said, excuse me, he was already corrected to 1080p by his P- for his PS4. Um, his TV um, set the resolution for him to view. He said he can see resolution differences on... Uh, his 30-inch PC monitor, uh, between his 30-inch PC monitor and his 50-inch TV, uh, to which I replied, yeah, um, because if you have large differences in screens, yeah, you might notice a bit of a difference. Um, A 50-inch TV is a huge TV. Um, He also says the word that we're looking for is the auto-upscaler in certain TVs. Remember we were talking about the mode that displays different resolutions properly on your TV screen? He also says Vizio has a lower quality screen in comparison to Samsung, which uh, I agree with. Samsung is like one of the best um, as far as uh, TVs go. And as far as technology goes, they, they've been really working hard. Um, Spark at the Spark in reply to our thing about whether or not the um, he would sacrifice PlayStation games for the PlayStation uh, network. He says, nope, I want both, quite simply. Thank you, Spark. Uh, the Fonz... Has gotten his hands on Infamous Second Son at last and he loves them. He says, I love Infamous Second Son and First Light on the PS4, both innovative and play so smoothly and beautifully. 10 out of 10 for both. Um, He also asks us a quick question. He says, Do you feel PlayStation Plus members should get some compensation for having Drive Club be delayed? How do you guys feel about that?
2: Well, Evolution Studios is thinking about possibly doing a compensation for the. Paid owners of Drive Club, but I don't know about if they're going to do a compensation for the free owners yet.
1: Hmm. Well, I would compensate the free owners there. They haven't even gotten the free version yet. Right,
2: right. I guess the best compensation would be to add a couple more tracks for free. That wouldn't be too hard to do. and Yeah, tracks will be.
1: It's probably going to be something simple like a DLC car or something. I don't know.
2: Well, Enjoy let, a day of free full fights. probably up.
1: won't <laughs> even game related. They'll probably give you like an extra month of PS Plus for free or something like that.
2: Be yeah, yes. I'd prefer that over anything.
0: Let's let's return to this in just a minute. I really want to finish these tweets. Um, welcome to King XAD um, at iz 7 Thanks for following. Um, Glenn Mendoza also says that he loves the banter that we bring, um, and we love that you love the banter that we bring it's fun yep, well. to bring it's fun to bring banter <laughs> um <laughs> the font says that um <laughs> he's not surprised that zombies will be in call of duty advanced warfare he says who didn't see this coming my opinion not creative at all as a zombie hater i totally agree i'm so sick of putting them putting zombies in everything it's not creative at all um we'll come back to that in just a moment guys um, Duffield tells us that his energy of drink of choice would have to be Red Bull just because it gives you wings. I remember that we were talking about
2: <laughs>
0: well, energy drinks. I am
2: guess you're talking about the fact that Red Bull was getting sued Is it really? Yeah um, In America you can claim $10 compensation because um, some sports people decided that they're going to sue Red Bull because it never gave them enough energy so and they won the they won the lawsuit.
0: Did you know that a doctor once tried to sue Red Bull because it didn't actually give him wings? Wow! Really? Yeah, yeah. To be, I can believe there there are dumb people in this world. Um, Adam Duffield at Duffman nineteen eighty six says, Gu- uh, "Guys, is Glenn okay after the last podcast? He had quite a few rants, and I started to get worried about his health." Um. <laughs> I- <laughs> Let's face it, that fly was really pissing you off.
2: He's the angriest gamer you've ever heard. Dude, the fly. <laughs> my
0: door was wide open. Like, the fly had room to leave. But no, I'm just going to fly around in circles around this guy's head. Um,
2: <laughs> the angriest Sony Nintendo ever.
0: I, I am just fine. I am, I'm just fine. Yeah, I did have a bit of a ranty week last week, but it was fun. I like getting stuff off my chest. Um, I'm reminded of Family Guy with Peter Griffin. He's like, you know what really grinds my gears? You know, that that was my grinds my gears segment. Um, (laughs) Adam Duffield continues. Goodness, guys, I love these tweets. We might... There's just just so many of them. I love it. Uh, What do you guys think of Firmware Update 2.0? And in your view, what is the coolest feature included on it? What do you guys think? Uh, uh, Uh... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, USB music
1: it's the closest thing I'll get to my mp3s on my ps4 <laughs> and Ben
2: share play share play yeah uh,
0: that is what again
2: that is allowing your friend to take control of your game online
0: absolutely I'm looking forward to that, that was originally announced back in February 2013 um, that's pretty much it there's a little more banter between Dane and Adam Duffield um, part of which <laughs> part of which he reiterated that he was concerned about my health. So, so thank you, Adam. I appreciate that. I'm doing well. I'm, I'm, I'm A-OK. Um, Glenn Mendoza also had something else to say, but we will address that in just a bit. I would like to get started on some stories here. Um, after we published our last episode, remember we touched on what well, we touched on. We spent a lot of time on um, Resolution. And when I posted it, there was actually a commenter on n 4 g that's, uh, his name's Red Raider 2011. And he said this, he had this to say about the whole resolution thing. He said, I don't care about 900p if that's all, insert his system here, can handle. I only care about it if it can handle more, but is purposely held back, quote, to avoid debates and stuff. Uh, just do the best the system can handle while having smooth gameplay, and I'm fine with it. Um, which in my opinion kind of sums things up really really nicely. It, it's this whole resolution thing, why people are so upset um, even I, I still think they're overdoing it to be honest, but he has a point when he says that it's not necessarily about 900p in itself but the fact that one system is being held back and it's not using its full capability when it certainly can uh, how do you guys feel?
1: I totally agree with that yeah, I agree whole issue. If, if it can do more and you're purposely not doing it because you want them, each version to be the same, then that to me, that's a problem. That's the same as taking the PC version, which you know you can make a whole lot better, but you purposely crap on it to make it the same, which is what they did with Watch Dogs, because they found the freaking code in the game that, that allowed them to up the graphics to the way it was when they first revealed the game. So to <laughs> me, that's that's purposely holding it back so it can be the same as all the other ones.
0: Yeah, that's a shame. Watch Dogs, Watch Dogs was an exciting thing until it launched, and then it <laughs> then it actually launched, and we were less excited about it. Yeah. Uh, that, what were you though, saying, it, Ben?
2: They even patched it so you couldn't do it anymore.
0: Hmm. So you saying? could
2: fix the graphics. That's, that's what you call a patch, a patch that makes it worse.
0: Yeah, that literally makes it so that it cannot be made better. That's a shame. Um, Ubisoft, uh, uh, this game again is by Ubisoft. Ubisoft was under fire for the whole parody thing with Assassin's Creed Unity, which <laughs> which is interesting because Ubisoft was also behind Watch Dogs. So I don't know what Ubisoft is thinking, what kind of drugs they're on over there in France, but it's oh,
1: interestingly,
0: they said that the PS Four can handle
1: the 1080p. For Assassin's Creed Unity, that's what they said. That's Mm. 900p. That's Uh, after they send the other statement saying the parody thing that pissed everybody off.
0: Yeah, you know, I (laughs) kind of, with the circumstances around them, I find that hard to buy. I really do. Um, Not, I'm not saying that the PS4 is all capable. I mean, it's it's plausible that there's just so much in Assassin's Creed Unity that it just couldn't handle it. But I kind of doubt I kind of doubt everything, especially with the whole controversy around Ubisoft right now um, and their whole thing with watchdogs before. I, I don't know. I think they're just trying to cover their own behinds. Um, oh yeah. But that's Ubisoft. Uh, thank you, Red Raider 2011 for your comments. Um, I appreciate that. That was actually really great. Um, let's keep talking about PS4 for just a bit. Sony Santa Monica is hiring again after <laughs> recovering from a lot of layoffs and settling into a new studio. This story comes from DualShockers.com. Um, some time ago, Sony Santa Monica had a lot of layoffs, laid off significant parts of its staff, and even canceled a PS4 game. I don't remember which game that is. Um, but finally, there there's some recovery going on, and um, there's hiring once again. Um, Good grief. I mean, this is really good news. Um, DualShockers says that in the past few weeks, Sony Santa Monica has published six positions, um, four of which are for active development roles and two of which published on Friday, uh, which would be Friday last uh, last Friday, not this past Friday right now. Um, the positions are for a combat designer, combat designer, excuse me, a level designer, senior concept artist, and a programmer. So um, no new info on what Sony Santa Monica is working on, but it's good to hear that they are back in action. Uh, what do you guys think about SSM right now?
1: I'm really happy for them. Uh, the game they got canceled was the Stig Asmussen's game. The, is I, if I'm pronouncing his name wrong, sorry. <laughs> uh, he's, he was the director of God of War 3, um, I believe. Yes, 3. Yes, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I believe uh, the game got canceled. From what rumors came out, was that the game was too close to Destiny. Uh, it was a lot of the same stuff, and Sony decided to cancel it and push Destiny instead on their console. Um, I know he left after that happened. He left Sony Santa Monica, and then the layoffs hit. It um, as far as this game go, uh, you said they're hiring for a combat designer that. That pretty much kind of tells me that it's going to be a third-person action game of some sorts. Every time I see something like that, I automatically think third-person action. So it could be anything, but... It could be.
2: I don't know. It could be someone with weapon chains and get a bit (laughs) angry occasionally.
1: It's been a while since we've seen Kratos, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Personally, in my opinion, if they do God of War they need to get out of the Greek mythology thing and find a different mythology. Like, Norse mythology. Do God of War, but do Norse mythology this time. Don't do Greek. You've killed everything that Greek mythology has. There's nothing left for him to do.
0: It feels like doing that... Doing that's an interesting idea. I think it's a really good idea. Although, I feel like it's taking a page out of Assassin's Creed's book. Because, you know, they'll, they'll do one historical story in one place, and then they'll... For, that, for other games, they'll just go to other places. It feels like that's what's going on in, in that idea. I love the idea. Although, I wonder... Um, I, I, I just worry that they'll start doing the whole thing where it's like, oh, we have to release a God of War every year. Um, oh, this system can't handle full-resolution God of War. We're just going to have to hold it back just a bit. You know, <laughs> I, I feel like they'll, they'll turn into Ubisoft if they start down that path.
1: I don't think Sony can afford to hire four studios and a thousand people to work on one game just to do that, though.
0: Oh, well, no, no, well, even <laughs> if they could, I don't think they would. I think that's overkill. Yeah. But <laughs> that is interesting. Um, since we talked about destiny, actually, Ben, did you get to talk? Uh,
2: yeah. Okay.
0: I don't remember. I'm, I'm, I'm I'm running on a weird sleep schedule right now. Uh, since we talked about Destiny, let's continue talking about Destiny. A huge rumor broke out about DLC in the future for Destiny. Um, this comes from GameChuck.com on October 14. Um, it talks about, the, I believe, the expansion pack. And it, Again, this is all just rumor. Nothing's confirmed, and I don't think it ever will be. Um, uh, at least until pretty close to the release date of the um, expansion pack. But there are said to be third subclasses and supers and, high, and another another raid coming to Destiny in the expansion pack. Um, again, this is not going to be all of the expansion pack, I would imagine. I'd imagine there's going to be a lot more to it, but the rumor is just for these things. Um, for the Titan, we're looking at a new subclass called Crusader um, with a new... I Man. Su- what? <laughs>
2: Sorry.
0: Well, let me let me let me try to explain what Ben is saying here. The super is called Purge, and this is a quote from GameChup.com. Um, you shoot this giant horizontal column of light directly in front of you. Um, upgrades can thicken the cylinder. The default is the size of the Guardian. Upgrade is about 200% increase. You can have the column shoot through walls or shoot a second column behind you as well. Uh, that does sound pretty Iron Man-ish. Sounds super overpowered,
2: man. It, it also comes from his chest as well, so mm-hmm. take, take that as a, as a bit more Iron Man. There are
0: some other upgrades to grenades. Um, war, the Warlock um, is said to be getting Thor Again, a quote. Super would be called Jupiter Storm. It creates an orb about the size of a servitor. Slightly above and in front of you. The orb floats in the air and shoots lightning out at anything that comes near it. Upgrades can increase range and can cause chain lightning or cause the orb to spawn further away from the player character. I can't speak. From the player character. Excuse me. Um, For those of you who don't remember what a servitor is, it's one of those giant purple eyeball looking things. Those are servitors. I hate
1: them. I'm never going to
0: use (laughs) this. But it would be your own personal servitor that fights on your side. You would shoot it yourself. (laughs) Um, Again, some grenade upgrades. Finally, um, Hunter, the Hunter class, will get the Trapper subclass. Um, The super is called Void Well. It drops a Void Well onto the floor. Enemies inside the Void Well cannot jump and have reduced movement speed. Upgrades can reduce all enemy movement, prevent enemies from using abilities, or increase radius of Void Well. That sounds like something that will be brilliant for PvP. Like, you can just stop people from moving and from jumping out of your way. Like, jumping in PvP is a way of getting out of dodge, getting out of fire. If you're a hunter, you can stop people from jumping and pretty much just hold them still for a moment so you can get a clean shot. Um, That sounds dangerous. Again, some upgrades to grenades as well. Um, What are you guys thinking about these new subclasses that may or may not exist?
2: They sound too overpowered.
0: (laughs) They sound too overpowered.
2: Um, Uh, But if that, that move does exist... It does come to true. My Titan will be amazing for that. Have a Hunter with that, and have tight ty- that the Titan bubble. They'll get stuck in the bubble, and they won't be able to move.
0: Frankly, I don't think that these sound more or less overpowered than the existing supers that are there, um, because frankly, they're they're all pretty much one hit kills.
2: A I mean, giant laser beam that can shoot through walls.
0: Yeah, a blade that you just poke someone with and they die. You know. Or a, a a titan that can punch the ground and obliterate anyone in a radius of him, you know. That it's the same kind of thing. It's it's still not through walls, though. Not through.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's not through walls. It's so true. what you're saying is, Bungie has no idea how to balance it game.
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> can, can I can I have my little rant soon? You have. A, you
0: never told me you had a rant. Go ahead.
2: I have a little rant about Destiny. Oh. Uh, basically, a while ago, well, a couple of weeks ago, they nerfed. One of the best weapons in the game called mm. the Vex Mithoclast. Mm. Uh, and I mean really nerfed. Basically, people in PvP complained that it was too overpowered, and I agree it was too overpowered for what it was. You could free-hit kill a Guardian in PvP with it. Um, it was really fast, so it was pretty overpowered. But they nerfed it so much, it's now completely useless in both the PvE and PvP Um uh, Consider the fact that you had to beat hard raid to actually get the gun, and then you had to cha- it's only a rare chance of actually getting it. It felt like a nice gun because you had to really prove yourself to actually get it. Anyway, they're buffing up, which is good. Uh, they're changing the boss, which is good. Um, but right now, when you fight spoilers, everyone, by the way, spoilers if you haven't done the raid. Please be Slight careful
0: spoiler. with spoilers.
2: Slight <laughs> spoilers. Basically, when you find the boss, uh, the furthest three people away get teleported to another area and then you're supposed to kill these three certain targets and then you get teleported back and then you fight the boss um normally three people stay outside that know what they're doing and then three people go inside to, to do yeah you know, the bit they're supposed to do that way you not you have the team you know which who's going where and where they're stood but Bungie have decided that teamwork is not what they want people to do it seems because they're now changing it So instead of the three furthest people away from the boss, it randomly picks three players instead. So you could have the three newest players get teleported in, uh, not be able to kill the targets because they don't know what to do, and then it's an instant wipe because if the target survive for about 15 seconds, it causes a wipe and you have to restart. Hmm. Um, Which is a pain in the arse. Also, if the people that go in don't know how to use the relic shield properly, All the teammates that go teleported in will get blinded and then they won't be able to do anything either. So they'll die. So then you wipe again.
0: Sounds absolutely dismal.
2: So as it is, it's good because you can have one new person, you know, so you can learn the ropes, and then two veteran people that have done it before can stay at the back, while the new people can just stand outside and defend the portals from the, the harpies. That that's so yeah. This change is frustrating.
0: You know, you're not the only one who has had some frustrations with Destiny lately. Um, I've been just having a terrible time with Destiny in PvP because just these little stupid glitches and and things that the game's been doing. For example, um, I love using the fusion rifle in Destiny. It's my favorite weapon to use as far as PvP uh, goes because it takes some skill, it takes some timing... Um, because it's for those of you who don't know, the fusion rifle, you have to charge it up and then it releases a big blast. And you also have to aim because if you hit something dead center, it might be a one-hit kill. But if you don't, eh, they'll probably survive and then you'll have to charge it again, which means you're in trouble. So it takes it's powerful, but it takes some skill to use, and I love that about it. Here's the problem. Um, when I'm charging and I'm facing someone, if someone's about to attack me and I'm charging it, once my health gets down to the red, the charge breaks. So I'll be charging it, ready to fire off a shot to save myself from dying. And then my health will get into the red, the charge will break, and the shot will not fire, and I will take
2: the damage and die. And See, that's, that, that's why you need the Plan C fusion rifle. It's overpowered. <laughs> that just ticks me off, and, and I'm not even done. I'm not even done.
0: Sometimes, not all the time, sometimes when I die... The game switches me from my special weapon to my primary, and it doesn't tell me. It's not consistent, so it's not something I can just learn to deal with because it happens every now and then. Like, I'll just die with my fusion rifle up, and then I'll wake up with my primary on, and I won't realize it. It doesn't tell me. And then I'll get into a situation where I'm facing off with someone, and I'll hold my button down expecting it to charge, and instead it just fires, like, auto-rifle shots or something, and I'm screwed. Because I, I wasn't expecting that. I'm in a situation where I need my fusion rifle, and I have something completely different instead, and it gets me killed. Not only that, but server lag. I cannot tell you how many times I have killed someone, and they had time to kill me before they died. Like, I, dealt, I have dealt point-blank shots that, sh- that were one-hit shots, and the person survived long enough to punch me down until I died, Start running away before he just randomly died from my damage and I got the credit for the kill. Like I should not. The person should never have time to kill me and begin to run away before they actually die from the shot I gave them three shots ago. Like, come on. Like there, there are just these little glitches and stuff in Destiny bugs like that that just tick me off and make me dislike playing PvP in Destiny.
2: By the way, while you were talking about the new DLC earlier. I kind of showed Gary pictures of the areas in the game already. The new areas. Yeah, the new areas that aren't aren't out yet.
0: How did you find those?
2: My skills.
0: You're weird. Um, I,
2: I've got to level. I've got to the new strike that's in the first expansion pack. Oh, okay. And then I got to uh, Venus area above it from the, ex- the ex- second expansion pack. I think it is actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, them skills.
0: Them skills. Um, let's move forward just a bit here. The Xbox One recently launched in China to a surprising success. People were lining up. They sold a good 100,000 units in its first day, um, which is fantastic. Considering China's population, actually, it's not that great. Um, don't forget that these consoles both sold about a million units in a day um, when they originally launched. This is just 100,000. Um, So, in a country that is far more populated. So, really, I don't know if it's that great, but it does sound like a great number for the Xbox One. Um, Well,
2: I don't think they had more than 100,000 really shipped anyway, so pretty much all all the ones that were shipped to sell sold instantly. Well,
0: here's the thing. Um, I'm seeing different news for the Xbox One. I'm hearing they have they have license in China to sell something like five million total. Um, I don't know how many units they have prepared. I mean, that could be right. But I'm seeing a different number. Um, PlayStation 4, comparatively, is on its way to China. They're still sorting out the paperwork as far as that's concerned. Um, however, it would seem that there's only license to sell 200,000 units in China. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not too wise about how the Chinese government works, where video games are concerned. How do you guys feel about this? What, what do you think is going on here?
2: Well, I have no idea either. But it sounds weird. Yeah, they've got a limit. They put a limit. Uh, I'll, I'll be able to speak eventually. They put a limit on sales on hardware for some reason. Hmm. I think it's to stop everyone from being online. I don't. I no idea. It
0: could uh, be. It could. I think it might be a mistake to say that it's capped. I feel like PlayStation has only just prepared that many units for stuff. Like, what? I don't know. Is is well, is is there really a serious attempt going on here?
2: Well, like as you said, with Microsoft they're capped at five million. That's that's so how much they can sell sell over the lifetime mm-hmm. of the console. Well, but uh, for the year. Oh, for the year. Mm-hmm. I thought it was longer than that.
0: Uh, it's for a certain time, it's not for the yeah. entire life of the console.
2: Either way, that's it's still a really, if the 200,000 is true, that's a really, really short amount of sales for a year.
0: Mind. So, say that this is for exactly a year and I have my time right. That means that PlayStation 4 can only sell 200,000 units in China per year. Whereas, whereas Microsoft, it would seem, can sell a, a larger number of that is allowed to sell a larger number of that, um, which is interesting because back in uh, what is the seventh month? Is that July, January, February, March, April, May, June, July? Yeah, July, July two thousand fourteen. There was a survey that said that Chinese gamers were more interested in the PlayStation Four. Um, Microsoft's Xbox One is selling well there, but this is an, this is an odd kind of deal. I, I don't I don't really know how they have this worked out here. But something sounds weird, uh, Gary. What do you think? Uh, it,
1: it is weird, but I can also see maybe Sony and even Microsoft deciding. Let's have this cab because you don't want to make too many systems. You know, uh, putting everything into uh, you know traditional Chinese takes a lot of time. Mm-hmm. You know, and to me, it just seems like they're they're doing it because they don't actually they, they know it's not going to sell what it's done everywhere else. So why you know manufacture so many units if they're just going to sit on the shelves for so long when you can take that time and manufacture them to areas where it is going to sell.
0: Right.
1: So I it, to, to me I, I I don't see it as a big problem for them uh if if it isn't a Sony thing if it's the Chinese government or something doing it then maybe they're just doing because they don't want too many people to have it all at once like ben said it might be an internet issue you know it might shut down you know power or something like that we don't know how things work over there you know i know they have the bans on so many things this is the these are pretty much the first consoles that are ever going to hit china so
2: well remember there was a nintendo gamecube ripoff thing that came out
1: I'm talking about officially.
2: <laughs> well, it was official Nintendo because the games came out. It was all promoted by Nintendo. But it was pub. It was made by a different company so that they could get around the laws of bringing other country consoles into the country. Oh
0: jeez! Right, they, they really just seem to be wary of foreign products and foreign media.
1: Um, Especially how many things are blue-legged over there. You know, there's so many things in China that just get. Ripped off and and China, like, they're still having the iPhone issues in China. How many people, you know, they just make so many fake iPhones and they send them out into the world and it sucks. Mm-hmm.
2: Man, I, I, I sure I do like my new iPhone six sacks.
1: So yeah. Yeah, they're doing the same thing. They don't want their systems to be turned into that,
0: right? Well, um, I mean, I'll keep. We'll keep an eye on this. This is just kind of an odd story. I'm. I don't know if you can tell how confused I am, um, but I'm not really even sure what to say about this. This sounds like a, an odd deal, but um, as Gary says, there could be good reasons for it. So I guess we'll find out. Um, this could be old news. I'm not sure. The date on this from KDramaStars.com uh, says September twelfth. In which case, I, I feel like it should be taken with a grain of salt because, to my knowledge, it didn't blow up the, the gamer universe. Um, Mass Effect Trilogy for PS4 and Xbox One uh, remastered has been confirmed, according to kdramastars.com. Um, and the Mass Effect 4 has been published on some retailer sites. Uh, K-Drama Stars says that the release date was revealed on retailer sites. That's not true. I'll explain in just a moment. Um, apparently, the, um, Mass Effect trilogy, the 1, 2, and 3 that were on the Xbox 360 and PS3 and, and PC and all that, has been confirmed for PS4 and Xbox One. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm sorry, I'm just reading this article and it's just kind of, why, why wouldn't something like this just kind of skyrocket in the news? Um, but anyway... They're, 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 they're quoting examiner.com, which kind of um, says something there, I suppose. Uh, they're saying, following the report of examiner.com regarding the Mass Effect trilogy, which is being considered to be released for PS4 and Xbox One, Cyberland has reported that BioWare has a- allegedly confirmed that the Mass Effect trilogy for PS4 and Xbox One is in the works right now. Um, Like, there's just something fishy about even the language. Uh, Cyberland has reported that Bioware has allegedly confirmed. You know? (laughs) He said that they said... This is literally... He said... (laughs) They said that Bioware said that Xbox One and PS4 are getting Mass Effect. Like, come on. Um, I I don't know what to think about this. But um, anyway, (laughs) it is interesting. It is interesting. Mass Effect 4 is definitely on its way. Uh, we've already heard some stuff from BioWare on that. And, in fact, they do say something that is 100% true. They say that Amazon UK listed Mass Effect 4 for the PS4 and Xbox One. And it, it is, in fact, there. As a matter of fact, you can it accepts pre-orders. If you go to Amazon.co.uk, search for Mass Effect 4, it's there. You can pre-order it. Um, it says that the... Date is December 31st, 2014, um, even though BioWare hasn't officially announced anything yet. And here's the thing with that, and here's part of where K Drama Stars loses all credibility if it hasn't already lost all credibility as it is with its odd language. Um, and I'm not talking about Korean. Um, the thing about Amazon is when the release date of an upcoming product is not known, they automatically put December 31st. They did that with the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One last year. If you wanted to pre-order the PS4 and Xbox One before the release date was announced, you saw December 31st, 2013. It's literally just a placeholder date. Um, Their system needs a date. They stick that on there until the actual release date comes out. So no, Mass Effect 4 is not coming out on December 31st, 2014. Um, They say that... Uh, examiner.com or or kdramastars.com or whoever it was they spoke to said to look for it around October next year in 2015. Um, Anyway, uh, what do you guys think about the Mass Effect trilogy in general? I want one. um, And Mass Effect 4. Uh, I think
1: this is pretty much a guarantee. Um, Just because it hasn't been announced, I think we are all pretty much know that this is going to happen. But I think it's going to happen closer to the release of Mass Effect 4. Uh, probably six months before that game comes out, I'll, I'll believe this is going to come out. Uh, it's just, it, it's one of those, it's been rumored for so long now. And since both Bioware and EA are kind of not denying it and not confirming it themselves, uh, I think it's pretty much like a given a given thing. It's going to happen. I, I, I have faith that it's going to happen. But sure. it's just...
0: Are you saying to look for a Mass Effect trilogy around February or so next year?
1: Is Mass Effect Four going to be released next year?
0: That's what this thing says. That's what K Drama Stars says. October two thousand fifteen. I I'm I think Mass Effect Four will come out in t- in twenty sixteen mm-hmm.
1: personally, but as far as the trilogy, I believe it will come out next year on the PS three and or PS four and Xbox One.
2: Mm. So. Uh, one second. Um I expect us to hear any if we're gonna hear anything about the trilogy or Mass Effect four, I expect it to be November seventh. Why why November seventh? Because that's a very special day for Bioware. Well fair so, to elaborate. What what letters does Shepherd wear? what 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 group is Shepherd? Oh, oh N
0: seven, okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> n seventh day, it's been a tradition. I didn't so, even catch that. Like, I, yeah, I didn't think it. 7 day has always been a tradition. That's why they had all the different events of Mass Effect free online during, you know, peak, when it was still peak online and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And any special reveals were, were always announced on November 7th, so well, it's end yep. seventh day. So. Keep looking, keep, November 7th. I'm going to write
0: that down, actually. I mean, that would be a good... That would be a good day for for some Mass Effect news. Yeah. Um, either way, I think the general consensus is we're getting a Mass Effect trilogy. I really don't think that what K drama stars has here is anything official or even credible. But um, I, the general consensus is a Mass Effect trilogy is coming. Uh, we all we don't know is when. Well, um, plus, this is EA we're talking about. Any any more
1: ways to wreak as much money as you can out of a franchise? They're going to do it.
0: <laughs> that is absolutely true um that is 100 percent true
1: yeah
0: <laughs> you're gonna that's, milk that franchise
1: for everything that's worth
0: speaking of video games um goodness the year is almost over it's october uh so you know just a couple months here and 2014 is done even so there are still a lot of games coming um WhatCulture.com says the slow trickle of titles across this year has suddenly become a river. And what games are you guys looking forward to? I mean, I'm looking at what what WhatCulture has here. Uh, That's weird to say what what WhatCulture has here. Um, Far Cry 4 isn't out yet. Uh, The Evil Within. Uh, Sunset Overdrive for Xbox One. I'm getting that. I'm excited about that. Uh, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Uh, Oh, here. Now they've listed Sunset Overdrive. I should stop battling them off. Uh, Halo Master Chief Collection, again, for Xbox One. Uh, I'm not going to go through this whole list here. Uh, what, what are you guys looking forward to?
2: Uh, So many games in November and October. Shadow Warrior at the end of this month. Can't wait for that. Um, next month, I've got Assassin's Creed, Far Cry, Pokemon. Pokemon's one of the best games, so that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Super Smash Bros. Uh, Smash Bros. if I've got... No, I don't know what we use, so... Oh,
0: no, hey, you didn't get your Wii
2: U. Nah, okay. uh, uh, TV broke, so I had to have a choice. You know, T- a TV or a Wii U.
0: Do you know that Bayonetta 2 has already gotten some reviews out? Oh, um, right. On IGN. Uh, IGN gave it a very sparkling review. First of all, read the whole review, okay? Don't just live by this number that I'm about to say. I hate, I hate when that happens. Um, but... IGN has given this game a 9.5, which is a near-perfect score. Uh, IGN's notoriously stingy, so that's really crazy. They call it one of the best action games of the year. Um, So if you're looking for a good action game, and if you have a Wii U and need some content, which, if you have a Wii U, you do, um, Bayonetta 2, judging by the content, not the score, of this review, looks to be a really, really good pick. Um,
2: When did IGN become stingy? I've known it as IG10.
0: <laughs> they actually don't give a lot of 10s. They really don't. Uh,
2: it, but yeah, uh, there's so many games in November. I've got I'll the never... Pokemon Steelbook on pre-order, so I can't wait for that. Uh, what, what were you saying, Gary?
1: I was going to say, I will never forgive IGN for giving Skyrim Game of the Year. Uh, and, and, and this is why. Uh, they They gave... God, what did they give it? They, they, I believe they, they scored it a 9-5. But here's the reason I'll never forgive them. They gave Batman a 9-5, right? Arkham City. Mm-hmm. The same score. And then they talked about how amazing that game was. Arkham City compared to Skyrim. And then you get the game of the year, and all of a sudden it's Skyrim. Two days later, they released an article saying why Batman Arkham City deserved to be game of the year instead. And it's like they... They knew they made the wrong choice, but they, but they went with it anyway. And, and they decided to release a second article. It, it just pissed me off. And you know what? Game Informer did the same thing. Uh, get, game Informer gave Skyrim, I think, a 9. And they gave Batman Arkham City a 10. But yeah, they gave, I believe they gave Skyrim the game of the year instead of Batman. How do you give a game that you scored higher less credibility than the game you scored lower?
0: Well, I think you already said it. Credibility. It's something that IGN is missing these
2: days. Um, Best bugs I'll, of the year, 10 out of 10.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you one game that won't be out before 2014. The Crew. Uh, Ubisoft. <laughs> Once again, Ubisoft um, has delayed The Crew until, I think they said February or March next year.
2: No, it's December.
0: No, yeah, They moved it to December. They pushed yeah. it back a month. They moved it back again. No, no, I'm I'm saying the wrong game. That's what's happening. I already talked about the crew before. There was a game that, ah, uh, there was a game that got delayed till February or March. Do you remember what it was? Project Cars. Project Project Cars. cars. That's what I'm looking for. Sorry. So, see, I told you I'm on a. I told you I'm on a wrong. I'm on a weird sleep schedule. I've written this down wrong. Project Cars, not the crew. Um. <laughs> has been pushed back to March 20th, 2015 in Europe uh, just because there's so much going on around the holidays. So Yeah, because um,
2: February next year and March next year have so little games.
0: Right.
1: You know, I I want to show you guys a picture. Uh, this is what the holiday season looked like in 2001 on the PS2.
0: You know, Gary. That's
1: what we have now.
0: Gary, we're on an audio podcast. I know. I can't show this to anyone. Hey, you, you can post can it. can imagine it. it. You post it on Twitter. I can't even download it. You guys make me sad.
2: I'm downloading it.
0: It says cancelled.
2: <laughs> well, I can download it.
0: Gary, just put it on Twitter later. What is it? Say, Tell, tell me what you're looking at.
2: Uh, one second, it's downloaded.
0: Okay, in 2001 on the
1: PS2, this was the exclusive software lineup. You had Ace Combat 4, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, Devil May Cry, Final Fantasy X, Gran Turismo 3 A Spec, Grand Theft Auto 3, Eco, Jack and Daxter, Metal Gear Solid 2, and Silent Hill 2.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's the holiday lineup in 2001. I don't think anything can beat that holiday lineup <laughs> when it comes to the software.
0: Well, yeah. All the, at the but same time, I mean. AAA million dollar selling franchises. Back then, they were coming off of one of, if not the best gaming console. Um, that's ever been released, the PlayStation 2. Mm -hmm. Um, The PlayStation 2 was extremely strong. It was extremely popular. All sorts of franchises on it. Um, This time we're coming off with the PlayStation 3, and I'm not for a second going to say the PlayStation 3 was weak because it had some really great titles on it, but it was more difficult to develop for. It had a tougher start and thus a tougher uh, lifespan. And so, I don't know. Especially with the changes going on in the industry, it just hasn't been as easy to uh, create the sort of content as before. I mean, even even back then they had amazing games like um, Ratchet and Clank, Crash Bandicoot. Right now, everyone craps on platforms just because they're not shooters, and it ticks me off. Um, but that I don't know. That's just the world we're in, and it's just harder to create content nowadays, especially with how complex everything is now.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm just saying like everybody always complains that there's so many games to buy this holiday season. Yeah. Imagine if these games came out <laughs> when you at this time.
0: What if what if Sony cool. just did a season of remakes? Like just for the holidays. They had a remake of Crash Bandicoot, they had a remake of Spyro <laughs> from Insomniac, they had um, the Ratchet and Clank remake that's coming out next year just moved to this season. What if, what if they just did that and just gave everyone a, a nostalgia orgasm? Um,
1: it would be amazing. Um, they'd sell millions of copies if they remade all those games. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they would. I'm, I'm really eager for um, the PlayStation Experience event in December because I really want to see what they're up to. I've been seeing stuff about exclusives and whatnot, And, but especially the Ratchet & Clank remake, I really want to see how that looks. They're remaking the original Ratchet & Clank game. I'm not saying um, remastering, because they're actually remaking the game. They're rebuilding it for the PlayStation 4 to go along with the Ratchet & Clank movie due next month. Uh, Excuse me, not next month, next year. I wish it was next month. Um, I I really want to see what that looks like and and just what kind of quality went into that. The, The reports are saying that it looks just like the movie, so that's exciting. Um...
2: Did you, while you're talking about remasters, did you bring up about the Halo thing last week? I haven't heard, listened last week, sadly. What Halo
0: thing last week?
2: Well, no, did you bring up Halo, the Halo remaster last week during the podcast?
0: I no. don't remember.
2: I don't think okay. so. Okay. Did you know that the, sorry, sorry to derail, but did you know the Halo remaster has a day one patch of 20 gigabytes? What? What? Yeah. That, uh, even, that even made his dog start
0: barking. What the hell?
2: <laughs> yeah, the day one patch for Halo... Halo um, Master Chief Collection is 20 gigs.
0: Are they just, like, finishing the game
2: after they publish it or something? <laughs> that, that's uh, what it seems like. <laughs> what the heck? No, they, they couldn't fit the whole game onto a Blu-ray disc, so they what? split off the multiplayer, and the multiplayer is the patch. See...
0: That's something that ticked me off about the Xbox 360 last time. Um, I think it was just because the 360 didn't have the Blu-ray drive, so it would... Sometimes big games that would come Like, Final Fantasy 13 was one of them, and they'd have to release this game on two separate discs. And like, I, I hope that they're not going to... I mean, come on. How big is the download file going to be for the Master Chief Collection?
2: Well, 70 gig, I guess.
0: Wow. It would have to be. The disc yeah. is if they're going
1: for a dual layer Blu-ray disc that's yeah. fifty gigs.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're telling me the Master Chief collection is over fifty gigs.
0: Now let's let's suppose let's, well, let's be fair the... here. You have it's not just one game. It's like yeah. a bunch of different games remastered and or rebuilt into yeah. this generation. So it's gonna take up a ridiculous amount of space. But this sounds like something you would probably want to buy the physical copy for instead of the di- the digital but remember, you can
2: preload the patch okay <laughs> so, so you, you'll be able to download the patch before the game comes out.
0: Well, I mean, I hope so that's that's a huge patch. Um, we should also say the master chief
1: collection will be 1080p and run at sixty frames a second, yeah. So. you
2: also got remember, you got two different versions of the engine as well because you've got the Halo 2 remaster and the original Halo 2 because you can switch between the two different graphics styles. You can I'm, have the original graphics if you want as well.
0: I'm, I'm going to be getting this game. I, I'm so excited my Xbox come My very first Xbox ever comes next week. But um, if
2: you're playing the remastered and, version of Halo 2, it doesn't run at 1080p. Only the original version does. Okay.
0: Okay. Mm. My uh, Xbox comes next week, and my friend is getting this game for me the Master Chief Collection. Just because I'm not that interested in Halo. But this way I can actually play. Um, Unfortunately, Halo. it
1: doesn't come with the best Halo, and that's ODST, in my opinion.
2: Well. You know. I thought you were going to say Wars for a second there. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, so that's good stuff for
0: Halo Master Chief Collection. Look for that next month, I believe, November 11th, is it? I think so. Uh, somewhere around there. So uh, look for that next month. That's going to be a big nostalgia shot for a lot of Xbox gamers. Um, but it means nothing to me. I, I've never played... On a, I've played Halo with my friend a couple times, but uh, it's always been a game I've kind of wanted to try, but it's not a game that I'm going to flip out over. It's just not. I haven't played it before. So, um, but we'll see. I'm going to get it, and we'll see how I how I like it. Um, Sony put some strengthening things into the PlayStation Network last Monday, October 13, 2014, with scheduled maintenance, uh, during which time there were, quote, back-end improvements to the network. Um, because, just ask Sir Mix a lot, it's always a good idea to have a healthy back-end. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I Let me be honest, I don't know where that came from. Um, so, it, it was just a, a normal maintenance period. There was an unexpected maintenance period. Um, it, no, not even a maintenance period. It was just downtime. The PlayStation Network went down. Um, but it sounds like they're starting to strengthen it and, and make it better. We know that they're starting to invest in it, starting to make it uh, a stronger network. Um, so here we go, some, some, hopefully some fruits of their labor. And it's only been a week, I guess, but PlayStation Network hasn't been down since, so I guess that's a start, you know?
1: Uh, I don't know about you guys, but every time they finish maintenance, like, something on PSN doesn't work for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The PlayStation Store doesn't load. There's an error. Or my friends list doesn't show up. I never know who's online. My messages never get sent. It's always something after maintenance.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is going back to the last topic. You should get an Xbox One so we can play games.
1: Uh, I, I highly doubt that. I'm, I'm happy with my Wii U. Thank you. Your Wii U. <laughs> my Wii U. Dude, that system is amazing. I don't care what anybody says. That's one of the best systems Nintendo has put out. Good. If only they knew how to sell it,
0: they wouldn't be in this problem.
1: <laughs> like I said, if, if it had the same amount or the same software that the PS3 and 360 had, I would have bought a Wii U over those. Over my PS3.
0: The same software? Oh, so like the same games? Yeah. Well, I thought you would have said the same kind of hardware because, I mean, the Wii U isn't powerful enough to handle some of the stuff that's on PS4 and Xbox One. I'm talking about like
1: third-party stuff. I I don't know. Mario Kart 8 just looks too fantastic for it to to, to be such a low-quality game, in my opinion. Like, Mario Kart 8 looks like a next-gen PS4, Xbox One title to me. Mm Mm-hmm. So, but then again, that's Nintendo. They know how to utilize their, their system better than everybody else can.
0: Oh, absolutely. The Nintendo's, I mean, it helps that they make a lot of their own games. Yeah. Um, they're, they're really all about the first party stuff. So they have the best grasp on what the system can do and how to use it. So they can get the most out of it. And, and it's all profit. And, well, it's not all profit, but they, they make a lot more profit per sale uh, than either Sony or Microsoft does. Um. Mm-hmm. So that's something. But anyway, good news for PlayStation. Uh, PSN is starting to get stronger, and we will see how the beast returns, um, or, or how the beast grows in the first place, whichever you want to say. Um, of course, Michael Pactor has been in the news as of late. Um, <laughs> Michael Pactor. What, what would I do if I met Michael Pactor? You tell him his, he's more wrong than he is, right? I don't, he doesn't need me to tell him that. But um anyway. how he gets a job. How you how do you get a job doing what he does? Pactor, Michael Pachter, is an an industry analyst. Um he says that oh he he works for Wedbush Morgan, by the way. Uh he said that the Xbox One sold better than the PlayStation 4 in September. Um based on the idea that Microsoft gave away some free games with their systems for a, a week or so. Um I mean that's great. Uh, he was pretty specific. He, he guessed that Microsoft sold 325,000 units versus PS4's 250,000. Um, which is great. I mean, it would be great if that were true, but here's the thing. Immediately, everyone crapped on that idea. And I don't completely buy that it was just fanboy stuff that made everyone crap on that idea. It's just not really likely. Because, I mean... I think we can all agree that the Xbox has been getting better over time. Sales have been strengthening. It's been slowly working on closing that gap. But it hasn't been doing anything yet that would warrant a complete defeat of PlayStation 4 for the month, you know? Um, I think it it, sold, it beat PS4 for a week in the UK or something like that. But on a global level, I mean, there's it just doesn't make sense. Um, Michael Pachter did not believe that. Um, he said, uh, this is a quote in a note to his investor, to investors, not his investors, um, we expect Xbox One sales to exceed those of the PS4 for only the second month since launch. Um, well, I've got some good news. The NPD sales results have arrived. Uh, my favorite time of the month, at least as far as gaming is concerned, because I love seeing where everything stands. Um, and I love bringing that information to you. So let's check this out. Um, Overall, retail sales for gaming rose 2% since last year. Software declined 35% since last year. However, hardware sales rose a whopping 136% since last year. Um, That's just some preliminary stuff there that NPD likes to have. Let's take a look at software. Um, This is going to be interesting. I'm going to get back to this in just a moment. The top 10 games, by the way, this includes... New physical retail copies only. It does not include digital downloads, and it does not include games that are bundled with hardware. It's just standalone physical retail copies. Um, number one, by Activision, and, um, by Activision and Bungie, for some reason this says Blizzard, but Activision and Bungie. Destiny, of course. Um, now, this I'm going to list now the systems that it's sold on in order from most sales to least sales. So, Destiny sold best on Xbox One, followed by PS4, followed by 360, followed by PS3. Second came Madden NFL 15 for 360, then PS4, then PS3, then Xbox One. FIFA 15 for PS4, 360, PS3, Xbox One. Wii, uh, I'm guessing it means Wii U, it just says Wii. Uh, PS, Vita, and then 3DS. Yes, Vita beat the 3DS there. Super Smash Bros. for 3DS because it is not out on the Wii U just yet. Middle-earth Shadow of Mordor for PS4, then Xbox One, then PC. Uh, NHL 15 for PS4, then Xbox One, then 360, then PS3. Minecraft for 360, then PS3. The Sims 4 for PC. uh, Disney Infinity... I almost said Destiny Infinity. Disney Infinity 2.0 for 360, PS3, Wii U, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, Interesting how that sold better on the... Um, previous-gen consoles, and then the Wii U before the next-gen consoles, uh, the, the current-gen consoles. Finally, in number 10, Diablo Three Reaper of Souls for PS4, then 360, then PS3, then Xbox One, then PC. Um, instantly, people just beelined toward that number-one rank for Destiny. The physical copy sold more on the Xbox One than the PS4. And, um, just real quick, uh... Gary and Ben, what do you think's going on there? Because this was definitely touted as a PS4 game. There was more content for the PS4. There was a bundle for the PS4. It was all about PS4. Yet the standalone physical copies sold more on the Xbox One. What's going on?
1: Uh, I, I can probably answer this and the last game you mentioned as well. Uh, uh, Diablo? Rebirth Souls. Okay. Where the Xbox One was well the last seller, right? It sold the um, least
0: on Xbox One, right? It sold the least on PC, but Xbox One just above that.
1: Okay. Uh, I think that right there kind of shows you the demographic of the Xbox One player. Uh, or Microsoft player. Uh, at least the majority of it is they, from what I'm gathering in this, is they are more into the shooters than they are the RPGs. Or any other type of game.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean that's how that's how it always has been and I mean to Microsoft's that... credit I'm sorry but to Microsoft's credit they do look like they have a lot more variety this time around like sunset overdrive um, they've got um, what was rise some of Rome was not a shooter what was that that what what was that game anyway uh, it was
1: like a third person action game I believe is yeah. what it was
0: well there, there seems to be more variety in the lineup now uh, project uh, was it no, not Project Phoenix. What am I saying? Phoenix Dust. That's it. And um, Quantum Break. Oh, oh, there, there's more variety, so that's good. But yeah, there, there does seem to be an affinity for shooters here. I agree. Yeah,
1: and I think that kind of plus it's Bungie, Microsoft, and well, not Microsoft. Xbox players know Bungie as Halo.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and they're always as much as they ripped on them on their own forums and and all that. They're still they all those people still probably went out and bought Destiny. <laughs> All those people
0: who ripped ripped on them, and just because
1: it's still Bungie, and they have faith in Bungie.
0: I don't know about that, I just think it's because it sounded like a really good game. Uh, so tell the truth, I don't, I don't know a lot of people who buy a game just because X developer worked on it. A lot of people, you know, you really have to sell the game to it, not just the company behind the game.
1: Yeah, but then again, like you said, that's retail copies. Mm-hmm. I'd really like to see what the digital side looks like because Sony is pushing the digital side so hard right now, uh, more so than Microsoft is, uh, especially with oh you can pre-load the game, you know, before before you start playing it. So that could be a huge factor for it as well.
2: Um, so. Ben,
0: what do you think's going on?
2: Well, yours. I don't know. I can't remember if Xbox 360 had this bundle as well. But you got to remember, anyone who purchased the PS3 copy of Destiny got a free copy of the PS4 version as well. It was the same for Xbox, uh, Xbox yeah.
0: actually.
2: Okay, well, either way, that's still a good deal. Um, again, I think the same thing with the Gary. They pushed the digital side so much that, you know, I think that's where most of the sales probably went to. Right.
0: Um, I can agree with that because here's the thing. Um, PS4 did, uh, did not just sell normal physical copies of Bungie, and neither did Xbox One. They sold digital as well. But PS4 had that Destiny bundle, and let's be honest, I think they sold a lot of Destiny bundles because this is the first time they had a white console out. Um, it's always been the, the standard black PS4. Now they have a different one out that's like kind of limited or kind of special or something, bundled with Destiny uh, for 449 US dollars. I think they sold a lot of those, you know? And so this does not count digital sales, but it also does not count sales of Destiny with that bundle. So, like Gary was saying, with and, and Ben for that matter, with the bundle, you know, I would posit that perhaps PS Four did outsell Xbox One as far as copies of the game go. It's just that the digital and the bundle are not included in that. No, and that's that's
1: Sony. Sony, will, Sony, or Activision will have to release those numbers.
0: Absolutely, and the thing is, they probably won't. Activision might just for promotional things, but um, Sony is usually pretty tight-lipped unless it has reached some kind of quick, big milestone. They,
1: they usually just post the, the top downloaded games of the month, mm-hmm. but that they don't tell you the numbers, so...
0: Right. Um, well, there's going to be a little more on that in just a little bit. Let's just have some quick notes here from NPD. Smash Brothers sold 705,000 copies... Uh, 135 of those were digital, the rest were physical. Hyrule Warriors sold 190,000 combined digital and physical. Mario Kart sold 60,000 copies digital and physical. Um, Destiny is the best-selling game so far this year, uh, beating Watch Dogs, which had the title of most pre-ordered new IP. Nope, now that goes to Destiny. Um as illustrated by this note here, by an even more prestigious feat, was that uh, Destiny had the best launch month of all time for any new IP. Um, It also affected the rest of the uh, industry, I guess. PlayStation Plus subscriptions have doubled since Destiny's launch, and PlayStation Store revenue increased nearly 90% since last year. Um, Let's take a look at hardware here. Notes for hardware, the PS4 sales nearly tripled from August. Um, It's the best-selling month that they've had, I guess, since launch. Um, VentureBeat reports that they've sold almost, um, excuse me, not almost, approximately 550,000 units, though that does not explicitly list this as the correct sales volume. Um, So more than half a million units sold, thanks in part to Destiny. I'm telling you, man, that that Destiny bundle is definitely part of that. I'd be shocked if it wasn't. Um, The Nintendo 3DS sold 140,000 units, which is... 40% less than last month. Um, Wii U sales are up nearly 50% from last month, on the contrary. Um, Are you you clapping, or is that something else, Gary? That's something else, sorry. Oh, I thought you were applauding, because you just praised the Wii U a while back. Um, I I should have. Good (laughs) job. So, 3DS sales down a little over 40%. Wii U sales up nearly 50%. Um, that's interesting, and it's really good for the Wii U, who this time last year was the joke of the gaming industry, um, unfair, perhaps unfairly so. No, it was fairly so. They had no idea how to sell that thing, but Wii U is starting its comeback. Um, thoughts on the hardware sales, guys? I
1: find it interesting the 3DS went down in sales, but then again, that was for September, uh... I would like to see what it is for October when Smash Brothers came out.
2: Absolutely.
1: Uh, yes. And that and the bundle that that one had as well, the special, the special edition with the, with the characters on the 3DS, how much that one sold. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know some people might like just buy the 3DSs with the special designs just for collector's purposes because they just want it, which is weird. That's but, part
0: of why I bought my BD- 3DS. I got the uh, Pokemon XY thing, the blue one. And yes, I, and yeah,
1: there, there are people who just like buy 4 or 5 3DS's they never open them they just want them just because of the design and they can never get it again you know it's well, kind of silly um, <laughs> I, also, I, I, I'm, I am really happy for the Wii U because not only do you have Bayonetta 2 coming out which I don't think is going to sell as many copies as what everybody might think it will do especially with the great ratings and reviews that it's been getting um, it's not really a huge franchise for for platinum games. Even the first one didn't sell that well in, the, in North America, or even in Japan for that matter. But I think people are just gearing up for Smash Brothers. Mm. Personally, you get it, get the bundles while you can before they're all gone. Gone with the free games and stuff.
0: With Wii U sales up nearly fifty percent already, and Smash Brothers not even on the console yet, I think Wii U is going to be deadly this holiday season.
1: Nah, uh, I. I can see it being the number one console for that month.
0: I don't think it will get that far. I think PS4 will still have the holidays. But it's definitely a threat. Mm-hmm. That's, just, that's just my opinion. That, that's why I think November
1: is going to be the most interesting interesting month right. for everybody. Uh, ben,
0: <laughs> any
2: thoughts? I, I, I agree with Gary. I actually think Nintendo might have Christmas this year.
0: Nintendo might have Christmas this year?
2: There's not a huge amount of games coming out for PlayStation. They're exclusive to PlayStation, really. For Christmas, you you got what Little Big Planet still. Um, yeah. Each each console has
1: one exclusive game.
2: Yeah. Coming mm-hmm. out. But so. Smash Brothers oh. is quite a big game. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, but it is one game,
2: so I don't know. We'll but see. It is Smash Brothers. It's Smash Brothers. And I
0: think you forgot what.
1: Mario Kart did for Nintendo as well when they came out.
0: Mario Kart did great things for Nintendo, but it didn't push it up past either of its competitors. It didn't. The only,
2: the only problem with uh, the only problem with this is the fact that it could also hurt the fact that um, we've also got Smash Brothers on the 3DS already,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and that work, that might not help with sales on the Wii U. Yeah. Uh, especially as they've announced the stuff like the fact that they've. Yeah, they've made the game have less content just because of the 3DS version. Yeah, that's you a know. stupid
0: move. I'm going to say that. That's a stupid
1: move. Uh, I don't know if you guys have seen uh, the, the rumors going around now. It was listed on Amazon. I think it's still listed on Amazon as one of the features of the Wii U version. is They're adding the level editor, so you can create your own levels in the Wii U version of that game now.
2: Hmm. Wasn't that a rumor for Mario Kart as well? But I, I seem to remember something similar to that on Brawl, though. Yeah.
0: So we'll see. If it is a feature in there, then
1: it'll be interesting.
0: Okay. um,
1: Yes, version won't have it.
0: There are some statements I'm going to read to you. Nintendo's is the longest, Sony's is in the middle, and Microsoft is the shortest, which is interesting. Um, Nintendo of America says uh, Super Smash Brothers for Nintendo 3DS launched on October 3rd in the U.S., And even with only two days of data included in NPD's September report, the game still managed to finish as the number four best-selling software uh, for the month, with more than 705,000 total units sold. Um, It kind of repeats what I said. uh, 135,000 of those were digital. Um, Good grief. Sales of the Wii U hardware also saw double-digit increases, nearly 50%, just repeating some stuff. Uh, Mario Kart 8 still sold nearly $60,000 units combined in its fifth month on the market. So as Gary was saying, yeah, that's still doing some really great things for the Wii U. Um, Lifetime total in the U.S., nearly 1.2 million units for Mario Kart 8. Um, A great lineup of games for Wii U begins on October 26th with Bayonetta 2. Um, (laughs) That continues with Super Smash Bros. on November 21st. And Captain Toad Treasure Tracker on December 5th. Uh, also launching on November 21 is Amiibo, the foray into the toys to life category. I've been seeing these stupid things everywhere on Amazon, um, and I call them stupid in a friendly way, just because I see them everywhere. If they can It'll be that, a huge I wanna, set-
2: for Nintendo. I want to buy all
0: those. <laughs> That's no, the reason uh, why people will buy it just to have them. One second. I, uh, one second. Super Smash Brothers for Wii U will be the first game to launch with Amiibo integration. Other games that will support Amiibo include Mario Kart 8, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, Mario Party 10, and Yoshi's Woolly World, with more to come. More details about compatibility and functionality of Amiibo may be found at amiibo.com. The Nintendo 3DS library will soon be bolstered by two of the most anticipated games of 2014, Pokemon, Omega Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire on November 21st.
2: Wait. Can't wait for those games. Yes. I'm still annoyed that they delayed them in Europe just because of what happened with... Um, X and Y. I'm not
0: sure what's going to... Wait, what happened with X and Y? Uh,
2: basically, it came out a week early in Europe. It Well, it came out the same day in North America and Europe. But uh, some European companies decided to break the street date a week early. Um, and so people got spoilers before the game was supposed to be released. Hmm. Um, because of that, they decided that they're going to punish us by delaying Pokemon Omega, Ruby and Sapphire by a week
0: I really yeah. think there should be severe penalties for the
2: companies that do that because that's BS. Um, yeah,
0: but
2: what for the? What, I want to play at the same time as you. For
0: the companies, <laughs> I didn't say the gamers, um, because yeah, the gamers are not at fault for that. It's the company. So that's,
2: Hilariously though, um, the European demo came out a week earlier than um, North America because there's a Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire demo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. That's been now data mined, and loads of stuff that wasn't announced by Nintendo has now been revealed mm-hmm. from the demo from people hacking it
0: um, Sony's statement is um, good grief here it is Sony Computer Entertainment America today announced and by today I mean the day the you know, the NPD uh, report came out today announced that September 14 marked the biggest month ever for PlayStation Store revenue in the Americas, led by the launch of destiny from Activision and Bungie. Destiny broke PlayStation Network sales records across several categories, taking the top spot for pre-orders, day-one sales, and week-one sales. One month after the game's launch, engagement among PlayStation fans continues to soar, as Destiny is the most played title on PS4 with 125 million hours of gameplay. According to Activision internal estimates, the PS4 system is the number one platform worldwide for Destiny, based on units sold through. Sold through versus uh, sold in. Sold in is sold to retailers. Sold through is sold to consumers. Um, Based on units, sold through as of October 4, 2014. September 14 was a record-breaking month for PlayStation's digital business, thanks in large part to the success of Destiny, said Eric Lampell, vice president of Sony Network Entertainment International. Um, Last month's PlayStation Store revenue increased nearly 90% compared with that of September 2013. Working closely with Activision and Bungie who wanted to make the launch of Destiny a special experience for PlayStation fans, we're thrilled to see this high engagement from PS4 and PS3 owners. In addition, the PS4 sold more copies of every EA Sports game released last month than any other system and was the largest console for Destiny. So, um, (laughs) here's what I'm getting from this Sony PR report. Sona uh, PlayStation 4 has Destiny. Uh, PlayStation 4 is doing well because of Destiny. Thank you, Destiny. We love you, Destiny. Um, buy Destiny on PS4 because Destiny's on PS4. Um yeah, we we did this thing with EA, um, but yeah, we have destiny. We're
2: destined to be together.
0: <laughs> like, I mean, seriously, they already said that it was the largest console for Destiny, like fifty times, and then they end with yeah, we sold more copies of e- any EA sports game released since last month. <laughs> and we also have Destiny. So, good job. Um, now,
2: now, Glenn, Glenn, Glenn. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a question that's bugging me right now. What? A small question. What, what consoles is Destiny being sold on? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I don't know. They didn't say. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, thank you. If, if anyone has any ideas, email us at com. If you, if you know,
0: if you have any idea what console um, Destiny is doing really well on, just tweet us at the RDGH because we have no idea. I don't think they say. No idea. Um, <laughs> but good on you, Sony. Um, yeah, that, I think that points back to the whole Destiny thing before because Activision's saying that um, PS4 is the number one console for Destiny but XBO sold more standalone physical copies. So the digital and the um, bundle are definitely having an effect on that. Um, Microsoft has a statement which is significantly shorter than either of the other two. It says, quote, we believe this will be one of our biggest holiday seasons ever. We're offering great Xbox One bundles aligned with the most anticipated game launches of the year, including Assassin's Creed Unity, Sunset Overdrive and Call of Duty Advanced Warfare and incredible deals for fans. Combined with blockbusters like Halo, the Master Chief Collection, Grand Theft Auto V, Destiny, and Forza Horizon 2, we are committed to making Xbox One a great place to play this holiday. Um, I find it interesting that they lump uh, Sunset Overdrive and Assassin's Creed Unity and COD Advanced Warfare in with the most anticipated game launches of the year. Um, Those definitely went to Watch Dogs and Destiny. But I, I'm not saying that people aren't anticipating AC Unity or Sunset Overdrive or COD, because I mean they are. Those look like really great games. But most of the best of the year, no, no, Watchdogs and even Drive, even Drive Club got more hype than um, Sunset Overdrive did. So uh, we'll see, we'll see. Can I just 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 add something?
1: Uh, I think the most surprising move of this year from any company and from any game. Is the fact that Activision is giving you the next-gen version of Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare for free if you buy the previous-gen version?
0: Mm-hmm. So if you buy the PlayStation 3 version, you get the PS4 version for free, um, yeah. which I believe they did. They're doing with Destiny, aren't they?
2: Yeah, but they're only doing it on PlayStation consoles with Call of Duty. Oh, not for Xbox. Last I knew, not for Xbox.
0: That would they be could surprising. Because originally PlayStation was said to be the, the console for Call of Duty, but then Xbox One has the Call of Duty special console, but with a one terabyte hard drive. Like it, it's been starting to feel like Call of Duty is going back the way of the Xbox, but you know, this, if this is a PlayStation-only deal, that's odd to me. Uh, to, to me, that's the most surprising move ever, okay.
1: because this is Call of Duty and Activision is very stingy when it comes to Call of Duty.
0: Right. Well, we don't know the, the details behind it. Microsoft could have had something to do with it. Although, at this point, I doubt that Microsoft would turn down anything that would get more people onto an Xbox. So, yeah. um, If anything, this deal would have helped them more than Sony. Speaking of Call of Duty, there is something interesting about our software sales figures. This is the first month that I ever remember where Call of Duty Ghosts was not on the top 10 list. <laughs> Finally! <laughs> Finally, <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. But it sucks because we're about to have advanced warfare and we know that that's gonna be on there for another full year or so, so it's uh, awesome
2: Here it, I hate goes. To say it, but I'm buying advanced warfare. I'm going to midnight launch. Oh really? Yeah, I'm going to the day minus one launch. I've never owned a Call
0: of Duty game. I don't I, I, f- I don't feel I, like I don't feel like ruining a good thing.
2: You should buy you should buy Black Ops. I, and then you should not actually play the game. You should do the cheat code and then play Zork. And that is a superior game. A friend let
0: me borrow his copy of Black Ops. I, I well, didn't like, play it. I just gave it back to
2: him. Okay. Oh, why? No, oh, you should load Zork up. Zork is the best game ever. Oh, 10 stop. out of 10. J- 11 just out of 10. stop.
1: I can make Zork right
0: now if I wanted to. North. North. <laughs> I'm sure Ben North. would be very happy if you did.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's North, a
0: text North. adventure game.
1: Here, type something in, Ben. I'll tell you where to go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's amazing while i they, gov- oh, carry on, uh, carry on,
0: while they work on playing Zork in <laughs> the background um Guys, this has been a great episode of RDGH. Uh, I, I always love the NPD episodes because there's just, it just automatically gives you so much good stuff to talk about. Um, so if you have any comments or any thoughts, uh, Ben goes north, uh, any comments or any thoughts <laughs> on um, NPD results, on anything we've talked about, head to our Twitter at the RDGH. Send us a tweet. We will read it on the air next week for episode 39. Um, Thanks for participating, guys, and thanks to Gary and Ben for being here. I always love working with you guys. Um, Thank you for having us, like always. You run into a sign that says, Believe in Gary. (laughs) Wow, Uh, this is the most interesting game ever. Um, (laughs) This is Zork, man. (laughs) Once again, guys, um, even if you don't play League of Legends, just go to iTunes and download um, Imagine Dragons' new single, "Warriors." Such a good song. You definitely want to do that. Um, Also, if you... (laughs) Ben replies, I kneel in front of it and go, thank God for chili. Um, Also, if you're into some video game music, there is a group called Anamanaguchi. I will say it again just because you probably didn't catch that. Anamanaguchi. They do electronic music, which makes them close to my heart as it is. But here's the thing. Their instrument of choice is hacked video game systems. So they literally take NESs and Game Boy Advances, they hack them, and they make them produce these sounds, which they turn into music. There is a song called Endless Fantasy that you must listen to. It is the best. Like, I- I've tweeted them to see if I could... Um, I tweeted them to see if I could use one of their songs on the podcast because I I, I, want, I want you guys to hear this song. It's so good. Um, go on iTunes and search for Anamanaguchi. You can download their whole album, Endless Fantasy. It's 22 songs and it's only like $9.99. Um, Amazon has it as well, but I think the price is different. Um, they also have a single out called Pop It, which is... I, I don't care for the vocals, but the music is just ridiculously catchy. So, Anamanaguchi... And Imagine Dragons Warriors, gamers, this is music for you. This is music that you want to listen to. Um, So thank you for um, checking those out, which you should do immediately. Um, I I can't say it enough. Just go check out this music, guys. Uh, Did I say go check out this music? Uh, Okay, go check out this music. Um, Just an update. um, The sign that said Believe in Gary that Chili was kneeling in front of has now crumbled and fallen on and killed Ben. Um, So I guess I'll be signing off for him. Um, (laughs) Gary, how can people contact you? Uh, You can contact me on Twitter at Gaglaush, that's
1: G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H, or on my PSU email at Gary, that's G-A-R-R-I, at PSU.com.
0: Is Ben alive? Do you have a Revive Stone?
1: (laughs) There is no Revive Stone. This is Zorg. Once you're dead, you start over.
2: Awesome. I, I, I've oh, uh, <laughs> I okay. respawned Ben, how can people uh, contact you, sir? Well, as I'm not part of PSU anymore you can contact me on Twitter at chili underscore UK um, and chili on the forums
0: I don't like this, Ben
2: <laughs> it,
0: it, it doesn't feel complete but that's okay. Um, if you want to, you can contact me on Twitter at goglen underscore at G-O-G-L-E-N-N underscore or by email at glenn.gordon at psu.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at the RDGH and look out for our new questions this week, which I will be posting. It was fun last week, so we're going to do it again. Um, and that's all we've got for you this week.
2: Tune in next week for another exciting... Uh, can, can can I can I end with a couple of... one A little thing to say? Oh, go ahead. Um if anyone has been part of the forums for a long time will know during Christmas time, or at least around Christmas time, I start organizing special events. Mm-hmm. Um so I can confirm now that from December first to December twenty fifth will be Zodmus Month. Zodmas Month. Zodmus Month. Every day you log into PSU.com, dot com you'll have a chance to win a PSN voucher. Um it'll be 5 pounds during the 5 pound voucher from monday tuesday thursday saturday sunday you'll get there's a 5 pound voucher uh wednesday's will be a 10 dollar voucher for the north american uh, list, yeah yeah for members <laughs> and then friday will be an all you can enter competition basically normally there's a requirement of 500 posts before you can enter a competition i will be lifting that uh rule up on a Friday, so anyone can enter if they so wish. All right. Um, so, yeah, this again, more information will come out closer to the date, but, yeah.
0: So, PlayStation Thanks. owners, there are 10 million of you. You should start thinking about heading over to PSU.com.
2: Yeah, because yeah, that, that's nearly £200 or $300 worth of stuff.
0: <laughs> so, can, can North American members um, enter the... Other... You can
2: enter the UK competition, but you got to remember you need a UK account to use the code. Okay, gotcha. All right, so check out Zodmas on PSU.com
0: exclusively. So gamers, um, tune in next week for episode 39 of the Racial Diversity Gaming Hour. Until then and always, we wish you a great week, great gaming, and don't be a racist. I like big
1: butts and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. When a girl walks in with an itty-bitty
0: waist And a round thing in your face, you get sprung Wanna pull up tough, cause you notice that butt was stuck Deep in the jeans she's wearing I'm hooked and I can't